Hey besties, I'm Brandy. I'm Paige. And this is... Glass of Crime. A Glass of Crime. Okay, so before we jump in, we wanted to address a few things before First of all, into- welcome back. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to our We podcast. missed you. All 51 of you. Um, <laughs> well, it could be two of them, but everybody just keeps restreaming it. <laughs> right. I, I've listened to it a few times on the Anchor. I am 50 of them, and then one other person listened to it. Your mom. <laughs> um, so before we go into episode two, we want to address a few things. Um, we got some feedback from a few people people from our besties and we wanted to address some things about mental health from the Addie and Zach case from that was like a one. really really heavy case that we started with so we should have done a little bit of a disclaimer more than we did yeah so. we definitely um should not have um talked about bipolar disorder the way that we did um when discussing Addie's bipolar and saying she was going on and off her meds um she had and she had uncontrolled outbursts. Not saying that there's anything wrong with being bipolar, but without taking medication or when not taking medication. So, however, when you're on medication prescribed by a doctor and when you adjust yourself or you are inconsistent with your prescriptions, this can cause negative side effects. And um, this is why she probably acted the way she did. Um, but yeah. Personally, I've tried to self-adjust my medication because I have panic disorder, and I really messed myself up and made them a lot worse whenever I tried to readjust. Um, So that's all we are saying. The consistency with medication is key. Um, If you go a holistic route without taking medication, that's fine too. It's your choice and we support you no matter what. You know, Addie may have been trying to do like a holistic way to like take care of her mental health. Um, We aren't her. We didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Just from the sources that we saw, she was on and off her medication. So, and then there are other ways to treat bipolar disorder, not just by prescription. Therapy, meditation, coping skills, healthy diet. Um. You know, whatever's right for yourself and, like, under the instruction of your doctor. Um, And Zach, with his PTSD, that's a horrific disorder, a little mess with your head, um, your emotions, your state of mind. Um, So it was really just a really tragic combination of the natural disaster, the drinking, the drugs, the on and off medication. Um, I can't say that it could have been prevented one million percent. Um, There's really no way to know. But please take care of your mind, body, and soul. And... Share with someone when you feel like you could hurt yourself or others. So we just want to let you guys know, like, you know, we stand with... We had with... no ill intent on anything that we said. Yeah. We just wanted to address some things before we We were just started. sharing what friends shared about, you know. But there's more than just medication to treat mental illness as long as, you know, you're doing it in a healthy way. So we just wanted to get that out of the way. So... Moving on to episode two. Um, so we've worked out a few kinks, so hopefully this episode will be a little more, um, a little better. Hopefully Sound better. To, yeah, hopefully you'll <laughs> hear, me, hear me a little bit better. We're in the pods it now, um, the pod closet, so yeah, we're literally yeah. sitting in the, like in my sweating in the closet, <laughs> so that way we can make sure we don't have any weird noises. If um, you do hear a meow or two, my cat is in and out because she... Can't decide if she wants to be with us or not. Yeah, she doesn't like closed doors. It's fine. I don't get it. But she doesn't want to be in here, but she doesn't want to be out. So So it's whatever. Just if you hear that. 
So, (laughs) welcome back to episode two, and I don't know if you guys follow our Instagram. If you don't, you should. It is at Glass of Crime Podcast, but I did a little bit of a teaser, posted a picture of the little asshole in our episode today as a kid, and if you did guess correctly, mentally, because nobody commented except for, you know... Verbally. Um, I wasn't going to comment because I knew the answer and I didn't want to ruin it for everybody else, so. We are doing Ed Gein. Ed Ed, Ed bitch-ass Gein. So, I'm going to go into my reading voice and introduce. We're going to set the scene, set the stage. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. On November 16th, 1957, it was the start of deer hunting season in the village of Plainfield, Wisconsin. Nothing good ever happens in Wisconsin. The village. A village. Not just like a town or a city, like a village. A little village. A little village. Have you ever seen that movie, The Village, with M. Night Shamanananana? No. The only, the thing that makes me think of a village is Little House on the Prairie. Oh, spook. I was thinking about the spooky village. You're thinking about the wholesome village. Wholesome village. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bernice Warden, one of the village's only business owners, um, failed to open her hardware shop that day. So in the late afternoon, her son, who was actually, um, he wasn't the sheriff, he was the deputy, though. So that was a fun fact that I learned. What's the difference? A deputy is under the sheriff. He's like the assistant, the, I about said the assistant, assistant president. president. I thought you were going to say assistant principal. And I was no, just he's like, like oh. the VP, the assistant president. Okay. Um, anyway. President. <laughs> Not assistant president. Okay. So he came back from hunting and he opened the store and he found blood on the floor. Mm. He called the police, which is weird because he was the police. And he immediately he called himself and he immediately pointed a finger to a Mr. Ed Gein. Hmm. So a neighbor described Ed as, quote, a nice man just like anybody else. The only difference I'd say in the man, he seems to be a little odd, end quote. So if that, you know, just gives you a little bit about Ed. Bernice's son may have said Ed's name to police because he recently asked Bernice if she would like to go roller skating with him, which is a little bit strange because he had been a longtime bachelor and he always seemed uncomfortable around women. What's the time period again? This is in the 50s. Okay. Yeah, it was 1957. Okay, cool. Um, So two hours after Bernice was reported missing, police made their way to Ed's farm It was dark out at this point. His farmhouse seemed to be dark inside as well. So they knocked and there was no response. And they were like, you know what? Let's just take a little gander around. So they walked over to his woodshed. And inside, you want to know what they found? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They found Bernice's remains hanging upside down from the rafters, decapitated and gutted. Oh, is this a picture you sent me? Yes. Hashtag deer hunting season. The, the not slice to be the gut was, like, I will from, post a picture on the gram. It was from, it was very graphic. It's, like, Super from graphic. her, um, her lady parts down. Just to give you a nice just image. in, like, in half. It's, like, if she, like, just, like, took a little V out. 
Yeah, it was, it was she, she. I'll put like a like a graphic photo warning before you scroll, so just don't scroll. She too sent fast. me. She texted me and she was like, "Do you want to see something graphic?" And I was like, "I guess." And then she sent me that, and I was like, "Oh." Just keeping it freaky. Up it is here. black and white though. I feel like that kind of takes a little bit. I of think that the, makes that makes it a little bit spookier. I think it makes it a little less graphic. Yeah, but it's still like easier spooky. to like look at. As hard as that is to say, mm. it's yeah. kind of like there's no blood. You can't see like the. Drippy, drippy. <laughs> yeah. So, Ew. that now that we've set the scene for drippy, you guys. Drippy, drippy. <laughs> drippy, drippy. Childhood and biography, let's go. So, who the fuck is this monster and who the fuck raised his ass? Edward Theodore Gein was born in, I think it's La Crosse, Wisconsin, don't yell at me, on August 27th, 1906. His parents are Augusta and George Gein. He also has an older brother named Henry Gein. Augusta was that bitch. Augusta, not in a good way. Isn't that the name of the like, the fat kid from Augustus? Oh, okay. Goop, Augustus Scoop. Oh. Are you talking about from um oh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory? Yeah. So Augustus. George Yeah, Augustus Scoop. George, the um father, was a grocer and a abusive alcoholic. Hmm. Augusta was a devoted Lutheran who did not believe in divorce and saw it as a sin, so that's why they stayed together, but it was a really shitty marriage. Um, She did a lot of preaching to her boys about the sins of lust and desire. She would read passages from the Old Testament, and she taught them that women were nothing but hoes. I mean... We love to see it. It depends on the hoe. Um... (laughs) Around 1915, the family moved to a 200-acre farm in Plainfield. Ed rarely left the farm except for school, which he left school at age 14. So after that, he literally saw almost no one except for his mother, father, and brother. I wonder if that was common to leave school that early and during that time period. I wonder if Augusta made him. Maybe. In 1940, um, George Gein died from a heart attack. In 1944... Four years later, Henry, his brother, was found dead along a brush fire that got out of control. Henry's death was really odd, though. The official cause of death was asphyxiation from the fire. Asphyxiation is when you um, die without Like inhaling, like choking, inhaling the smoke, like you can't, yeah. It's a... disturbance around that like just in case you didn't yeah there was some vocabulary terms that were we want to make sure yeah um so he oddly was found bruised and beaten in the middle of an area that the flames didn't reach but they were like Mm -hmm. oh yeah he died from the fire not likely to me but you know who am i who the fuck am i 17 months later Augusta just get rid of the body yeah right fire was just a Another another way to just be like, mm, yeah, this is how it happened, sure. <laughs> the police did not feel like dealing with it. 17 months later, Augusta died after having many strokes, and Ed was extremely devoted to his mother, and some people say that it was close to an obsession. And after she died, he left her room perfect and tidy. It's like she never left. The police came into the room after finding Bernice, and they said that the worst thing they could say about her room was that it was dusty. So, like, he literally left it like a shrine. Try calling it mommy issues. Uh, yeah. Say it a little louder for the people in the back. For the people in the back. (laughs) No wonder he had an issue with women. So, now that his whole family's dead, 
He's extremely lonely, and his mother's preachings and him leaving school so early caused him not to trust others. And he really didn't know how to contact others or, like, how to connect with them because, you know, he left so early. Like, he never really had any friends, and he, you know, everybody around him died. Um, so he managed to support Everybody himself. Everybody around him died. Yeah. That'll I mean, make somebody weird. Um, he managed to support himself taking jobs as a handyman and, this is fucking weird, a babysitter. He was babysitting oh. people's children. I would not trust that man. The youth of today. my children. I mean, not today, like a while ago, but the youth. So, okay, let's bring it back to, you know, the beginning where we set the scene. So the police have discovered the remains of Bernice. And when the police continued to search the woodshed among, like, old newspapers, rags, trash, whatever else was in there, they began to find some really weird shit. I have a list. Are you ready? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. A string of nipples that were cut from several different women's breasts and That's made. like, who made the oh, nipple belt? In a belt! Though, somebody else did that. Another another serial killer did that. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer made a nipple belt. Are you sure? Maybe. There's, there's somebody that is also, or maybe it was Ted Bundy. One of them. Ted Bundy did not make a nipple belt. One of... I'm looking it up. There is a famous serial killer that's not him that made a nipple belt because... Are you sure it's not from a movie? Dean made a nipple belt. No, somebody else. All right, let me know. Okay. He made a shade pool that had been made from a woman's lips. I should not have typed that the way that I did. I just typed in... Nipple belt. Nipple belt. Pornhub.com. He made bowls that were actually the tops of skulls. Oh. A lampshade made of stretched human skin. Um, more human skin was used to upholster the chairs. He created nine face masks um, that were taken from the skin from the heads of his victims and then stuffing them to create face shapes with paper. But, like, why the fuck would he not have just left the skin on their heads and then he wouldn't have to go through the trouble of creating face shapes? But Maybe I mean, he liked to, like, create things. Out of people. He hung these on the wall, so it was just, you know. That's disgusting. He was just throwing it together. He was just, you know. Ikea wasn't doing it for him. I don't think Ikea existed. <laughs> okay, maybe it was him. I swear I've seen another serial killer make a nipple belt. Maybe I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. I think you're just thinking about movies. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, you know yeah. what it was? It was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which is part of why I did the teaser on the... Okay. Okay. Sorry, um, everybody. Didn't mean to. <laughs> sorry about Ted Bundy and sorry about Jeffrey Dahmer. They were horrific all in their They own. were also, but they did not make nipple belts. No, there was only one. Um. So one officer found a brown paper grocery bag that contained the severed head of Mary Hogan, which was a local bartender who vanished three years earlier. Um. He also made a suit from human body parts. He had, yeah, he had what they called, um, the police called it a mammary vest, and he attached straps to the upper torso of a woman so that he could wear it, and he made leggings out of the skin of a woman's legs. How did they fit? Ew. How did they fit? He had to really stretch those bitches out. That's just, well, he might have, like, taken the skin and put, like, fabric on the inside. Not if he wanted that old natural, like like make it like he taxidermy actual leggings, like put 
Take a pair of leggings and put the skin. Just rub it on the outside. On the outside. Mod podge it. I mean, also equally as gross, but, like, maybe it's, like, slide on easier. He was crafty. Kind of. I mean, like, I don't think I could make a nipple belt. Not I that mean, I would I want, to. want to. I wouldn't want to. I'm not saying I would, but I'm just saying I don't think that I could even if I did. <laughs> In total, there were the remains of ten women, but he was only linked to two murders, which was Bernice and Mary. So Mary ran a bar called Hank's Place, and she was exactly what his mother warned him about. She drank and swore and told dirty stories. Very scandalous. Um, Mary was likely killed on December 8th, 1954. Um, On this day, a farmer entered the tavern to find it empty, but with money all over the place. And some of the money was soaking in a pool of blood. Okay. So what's even more weird about this is that he told a lot of people that Mary was on his farm. One of the residents of Plainfield um, said that they overheard a conversation where one person said, well, I wonder where Mary Hogan is. And Ed said, oh, she's over at my place. I got her over there. And everyone was just like, okay, Eddie. Like, okay. Because, you know, like, he was a bachelor his whole life. So they were probably like, you know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right, dude. (laughs) And then another time he was talking about Mary and he said, quote, She's not missing. She's down at the house now. So he was literally telling people. He was literally telling people. And nobody believed him. I'm sorry, but if somebody tells you, like, oh, yeah, like, I have the missing person, I feel like this happens a lot and people don't believe them, but, like, tell somebody. Or, like, you should just, like, maybe go look, like. Yeah, go. Well, well, not look. Don't go over there. But. Just tell someone, because you never know. Tell a police officer. So, speaking of the police, they're finding all this shit, and Ed is sitting in his cell, He's just minding his business. So they ended up finding him. He was actually at a neighbor's house eating. Um, So he was sitting in the cell. They picked him up. He's minding his business. He's knowing that the farm is being searched. And he was really quiet the whole time. It wasn't like, damn it, I got caught. Yeah, shit. Might as well sit here. It wasn't until the police accused him of killing Bernice that he began to talk. But only after he was given a slice of apple pie with a piece of cheddar cheese on top. That's a thing. I've never in my life. I have... There's this guy on TikTok that I watch, and he makes old-timey desserts from, like, the Great Depression, like, early 50s, 40s, even, like, early, like, 1900s. It's like a... I guess he has, like, a random cookbook, and one of the ones he made was the apple pie with the cheese on top. I mean, I really like to eat um, banana and mayonnaise sandwiches, and that's that disgusting. grosses everyone out, but I got it from my grandma. Okay, well, that's a little different. <laughs> anyway, after he ate the weird combination, he was a open book. So, I mentioned how... It unleashed him. Yeah, he was like, okay, I'm down to talk. <laughs> Give me another slice, and yeah. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you about my childhood, too. Let me tell you about my mama. So, okay, if you're wondering about how they had ten bodies but only two murders he was known to commit, thank you for asking, even though you didn't, because these bodies, he dug them up from their graves shortly after they were being buried because, ding dong, they remind him of his mom. Like, mom. So they all looked the same? So, like, they just all had, like, probably the same hair color. So what he would do was... He would look at, like, the recently, like, buried in, like, the newspaper or whatever, and he would go off, like, pictures they posted and be like, she looks kind of like mom. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I love my mom, but I'm not going to make, like, fucking arts and crafts projects dug up after reading the local obituaries to look like her. 
I'm not going to create a nipple belt based off of mom's nips. That's disgusting. It's really upsetting. So, was he... How did he not get caught? If you, like, see him in the graveyard well, at I mean, night... Who's going to the graveyard at night? I don't know. Don't they have, like, some sort of surveillance? It it's the... the 50s. Oh, yeah, you're right. You couldn't get away with that now. Mm-mm. And they were fresh graves, so if, like, they were dug up, it wouldn't look like, oh, they were dug up. It's like they're already, like, dug oh, out the ground anyways. Oh, Eddie's smart. Yeah, he's... The, well, also, they're fresh. Ew, that's gross. Yeah. He he liked them fresh so he could use the skin. So fresh and so clean. Okay, cool. So anyway, less than a day after Bernice's son reported his mom missing, the news of the crimes were nationally known. And his farm attracted crowds of people. And then it mysteriously caught fire two months after he was committed to Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane in Wapun? Wapan? 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 I don't know. Don't yell at me. Um, on January 16th, 1958, Ed Gein was charged with one count first degree murder His lawyer's name was William Belter, and he entered a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity, and he was then found unfit to stand trial. Um, That's whenever he he was admitted to the Central State Hospital, and at the hospital, he picked up random jobs as, like, a mason, which is the person who puts bricks and concrete stones and stills to build shit. Stones to build shit. Yeah. That's what they do. I think that they mostly work with brick, though. Yeah. Well, you know, just just going to give a variety. Okay. <laughs> um, he was also a carpenter's assistant and a medical aide. So really... I uh, bet. He was really good at that. Really hands-on. Yeah. Super handsy. Um, when he found whoa, out whoa, whoa, about... Go back, go back, go back. Why would somebody let him work as a medical aide? They knew he was good at it. I don't know. It was on his resume. Oh, yeah, I cut off a bunch of nipples and sewed them on a belt. Well, he made, like, gloves. He made a whole-ass suit. He was making leggings. Like, obviously, he needs to go he work knew... at JCPenney, not an eight, like, a medical assistant. <laughs> he needs to be a designer. Yeah. He needs to work he at needs Dolce to, He needs to get up with, um, what's that, um, that designer, that TV show that recently came out? Um, Halston. He needs to get up with Halston to make a line. All I watch is true crime. A fall a fall designer line so he can mm. make coats and leggings. I would not buy. Ew. So whenever he found out that his house was burned down, he literally said, just as well. That's it. Okay. He was very obedient during his time in the hospital, and he mainly spent his days reading the newspaper in the day room. And it was usually only during a full moon that he acted weird, and he would ramble on about women and what he liked to do with them. Like, only during a full moon. Weird. <laughs> he's a werewolf, and, too. Yeah, he's a werewolf. <laughs> werewolf part-time werewolf, night. part-time, that's like... Why, that's why he could gig the grapes. He just used his hands. Yeah. He just, like, dug it up like a dog <laughs> instead of a shovel. <laughs> He didn't use Why are your nails yeah. so dirty? Uh, I'm a werewolf. Because <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm actually part wolf. I'm part wolf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's that guy. It's like, yeah. I'm part, I'm part wolf and he's like barking goes, off the <laughs> barking off the Ew, it's Ed Gein. So in nineteen sixty eight, doctors decided that he was competent enough to stand trial for Bernice. Um, her murder and a decade passed since he had last been seen in the public, so he was now sixty two. His trial lasted nine days, and he was found guilty. He returned Shot to the him. hospital where he lived until he died, which was on July 26, 1984, and he was 77. 
He had respiratory heart failure following cancer, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. he had respiratory heart failure because of all the, you know, grave he was digging up and inhaling the. He was probably using some sort of like dirt. Um, uh, agent to keep the skin fresh too. Did they have that back then? I don't know. We're making a lot of stuff up. Yeah. Part fact, part fiction. It's beyond me, but I'm sure that there's some kind of chemical he put on the stuff to keep it fresh. Something. He was crafty. It wasn't Mod Podge, I'll tell you that much. Ew. Sewing kit. So, so yeah, like kids. I said, on the Instagram, I, I teased the episode and I mentioned that there were several movies based on Ed Gein, and those are Norman Bates from Psycho, both the book and the movie, and then following that was Bates Motel. Yeah, um, I that. Yep, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Buffalo Bill from The Silence of the Lambs, um, and Joe, my fiance, asked, to just, asked us to do this because he brought up the song Dead Skin Mask by Slayer. Which is about Ed Gein as well. Ew. Yeah. And there's a documentary on Discovery Should Plus. Should I insert a clip of that song? I don't think we can legally do that. Oh, yeah. True facts. <laughs> Go <laughs> listen to really it on expensive. your own. <laughs> yeah. We're just promoting. There's a documentary on Discovery Plus that you can watch. Um, it's called... It's paranormal investigators who go to, like, the site of his farm and they pick up on activity. Mm. And they kind of just, like hear like his mother's voice and like they try to like they go to warden's um like bernice warden's hardware store and they find activity there i don't really understand how they got psycho from ed gein because psycho was the first ever movie to capture murder on film well because of like think about the mother obsession yeah but that was like the only thing really i feel like the majority of ed gein's like the the part that, like, really interests people is the part where he, like, you know, digs up the graves, like, makes the body part, clothing, things like that. And in Psycho, there's really only one murder scene, and he stabs a woman in the shower. Like, there's nothing... I don't think that he would... Did that, did he? Um, I've only seen Psycho a handful of times. Um, and so... We had to watch it with no... Yeah. Um... Now that we know that it's based off of him, then we can kind of find, like, the similarities. Um, I'm sure they that, you know... tell us the same way. Yeah. Very, I think it's kind of, like, loosely based, but it does have his characteristics. Like, I know yeah. that a lot of it is with the mother. Um, the mommy issues. Yeah, and... Um, One of the... I can't remember if it was um, Bates Motel or if it was the movie Psycho. He kept his mother... He, like, stuffed his mom... Like how you would do like taxidermy on an animal. He like I did think taxidermy. that was Bates Motel. Yeah, he did taxidermy on his mom because he like, taxidermied his dog. Remember, like the cat. Ew. Or yeah, whatever. and he like puts the mom like in the bedroom and like keeps her there and like keeps her room really clean. That's disgusting. Imagine how bad that smells. It's a weirdie. He's a weirdie. That's ew. I can't with that. Great show, vicious guy. Yeah, it's a little slow though. So, yeah, anyways, um, that is the story of Ed Gein, and I feel like that one might have been a little bit quicker than... Yeah, it's like, we're only at 26 minutes. Well, then that's just a quickie for you. That's not just a glass of crime, that's a shot of crime. That's a shot. It's a shot glass of crime. Um, but yeah, that was the story. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Sorry, there's plenty little, more where that came graphic. from. Probably should have done a, well, there's something really Yeah, good. like I said, on our Instagram, which is at uh, 
Glass of Crime podcast. I forgot what our name was for a second there. I'll put an Instagram picture. Yeah, and so I'm going to put pictures from the episode, and I'm going to put, like, a, you know, graphic photo warning, so that way you don't scroll too far if you don't want to see, you know, poor Bernice the body gutted sized. and upside down. And it's a lot to it's, look at. Yeah. It's a little bit shocking, but if you're like me and you want to look up the creepy Could morbid stuff... Could you find stuff, a picture then... of that actual house? Yes. Okay. The farmhouse. Yeah, the house is yeah. super creepy, too. It is. It gives you really big spook spook vibes. Yeah, it's like very, like, you look at it and you're like, mm, a psychopath lives there. I would actually travel there, though. I'm not going to lie. I would go. To Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Eat some cheese while you... With apple pie. Tore it. Ew. Oh, maybe that's why they do it. The apple pie with the cheese. Maybe yeah. that's where it originated. I don't know. Maybe. So anyways, that's Ed Gein. Yep. And that's it for today, folks. I'm sorry are... that it was a little bit shorter than the average, but we're just trying to we're give it to you as it is. On a regular filming posting schedule. We are going to now be posting filming, on recording. Recording. We are going to be posting episodes on Wednesday. Probably more in the evening time. I will try to edit during, you know, Monday, Tuesday. We're going to f- record on Sunday and then post on Wednesday. Sunday, Friday, whatever. Either way, you'll get a new episode. On Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Wednesday's it's Wednesday, my... bitches. Wednesday's my favorite day of week. And fun fact, it's my astrology day of the week. What's mine? I don't know. I just know Gemini's is Wednesday's. Oh. Gemini season. Gemini season. In case you guys care, Paige is a Gemini and I'm a Libra. I don't know if that says anything about us, but I know a lot of people are into astrology. I'm not at all. I think it's fun to know the facts. I just know that my day is Wednesday and I've always liked Wednesdays. A lot of people who know me, they're like, oh God, you are a Libra. And I'm like, I don't know. I think you're more of a Sagittarius, but that's just But I'm not. I'm a Libra. I don't know what that means. That's like the, my favorite thing to do with astrology signs for people. It's like they're like, I'm I'm a whatever and you're just like, Oh, that totally makes sense and they're like, What? Why? And yeah, like, but I have why? no idea. All I know is I'm balanced as fuck. I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm the scales. Oh. I'm a two faced bitch. Oh wow. Anyways, um so tune in next Wednesday it. for another hopefully a full glass of crime. We are coming at the ears on your head. Yep. With another episode on Wednesday. Okay. See you later, besties. Bye. Bye.